0: From the campus of the University of Pennsylvania Wharton School.
1: This is Marketing Matters on Business Radio. Hello and welcome. You're listening to Marketing Matters here on Business Radio Series XM 132. I'm Barbara Kahn, the Patty and J.H. Baker Professor of Marketing. And I'm joined by my co-host, America Reid, the Whitney M. Young Jr. Professor of Marketing and the brand identity theorist.
0: Love America. Hi, Barbara. It's an exciting week. I mean, there's so many uh, interesting and incredibly uh, cool things going on in the marketing world. I'm just jazzed up because we've got one of our colleagues today who is on the cutting edge of all things pop culture and what's currently going on in marketing. So I think, Barbara, that our hit and miss segment today is going to be absolutely fantastic. What are your thoughts?
1: Oh, I hate when people set me up like this, but I'm proud <laughs> and happy to do it for our colleague. I totally agree, a, a genius in all of the departments you said. We're really happy to have joined us today, Dave Reefstein, who's the marketing professor at the Wharton School. His chair is William Stewart Woodside Professor, um, which is very fancy professorship. Welcome, <laughs> Dave, to join me in Americas here on Marketing Matters.
2: Well, thank you. I'm delighted to be with you. Lots of things going on this week, so I'm very excited to to be joining you.
1: Lots of things. That's good, because I didn't find lots of things. (laughs) I'm just totally glad that you did lots of things for our hit and miss section. As you know, Dave, since I'm sure you're an avid listener to our show and our podcast, um, that we start the show each week with talking about different things that happen in the news. And we... As experts in marketing determine whether there are hits or misses. So since you're the guest, I'm going to make you go last, um, and I'm going to start with the first. I'm going to start with the first um, hit or miss. Um, I, I don't know if it's a hit or miss per se, but I think it's pretty interesting, that everybody's talking about it. As you know, the CDC is. Um, Announce new information um, and everybody's worrying about the power of Delta and how that's going to change our lives. And so I'm thinking of it as a marketing play by looking at the fact that Walmart is going to begin requiring masks for store workers in high risk counties in the US. And they're going to determine that by the latest CDC rankings. And they're going to uh, strongly encourage their shoppers to wear masks in the stores, but it's not going to be a requirement. And they're putting up all sorts of signage near the entrance of its stores and its warehouse warehouse clubs to remind the customers about the CDC's revised guidelines. And once Walmart does it, you got to figure out tons of stores are going to follow. And what I was wondering, I'm not sure this is literally a hit or a miss, because I've dealt, dealt in my... (laughs) Is <laughs> a definite miss in my life, but um, how do you think <laughs> that's going to um, affect shopping and consumer confidence? And what can we add to that discussion as marketing experts? Dave, you want to start with that since America's built built you up.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so I, I think that's a bold move by by Walmart, and I think I think it's you know as uh, as I've seen America say. Uh, before on this program, you know, you lead from the front. And um, and I think that yeah. is what it is that they're doing. And I, I applaud them for doing that. And I'm going to I'm going to pile on with that because Walmart also allow, announced this past week that they are offering free tuition and books for all of their associates. And that means all of their employees and, and part time employees, free college tuition. And they anticipate that it's going to cost a billion dollars to Walmart over the next wow. five years. Interesting. And, and that's amazing what it is that Walmart's doing. Lead yeah. from the front. Lead from so that's, the front. that's
1: a really that's actually not the question I was focusing on, but I'm glad you rephrased it um, and focus it on Walmart, because I completely agree with what you're saying that Walmart is being a leader. Walmart is the world's biggest retailer, and clearly they've done very well during COVID and to come out and give back both of their employees the way you're saying it and take the lead in the fight against the pandemic is what you would expect from a market leader. And there would be incredible pushback, like there has been against Bezos, I would say, at Amazon for not taking the lead um, in something like this. So I agree, it's a big hit for Walmart. What do you think, America's?
0: This is great. I love the point that uh, Dave brings up, Barbara. Let let me throw a little bit of data out there. This is according to uh, the CDC. Uh, U.S. current coronavirus hospitalizations by vaccination status. 3% if you're vaccinated, 97% hospitalizations if you're unvaccinated. That's the current data. So to the first point being made that you described, there's clearly an urgent moment to deal with the pandemic and not allow ourselves to fall so far behind again, where we aren't going to be able to basically dig out of this hole so to that extent i think you know kind of requiring a bit of the standing out there and saying hey this is important masking we're going to mandate it it's pretty important but what i also think about is it's interesting right because that's a very politicized, highly charged type of thing compared to Dave's point, which is about education and helping the, right? So the the safe bet would be like, let's stay over here. Who's going to argue against education and helping people better their lives? Nobody, right? So you have this sort of really Uh, safe thing.
1: Academics are too educated. but Well, Well,
0: (laughs) so, but you have this, you have this, but it's interesting, right? It's like, what should we lean in on when we message our purpose? Should we lean more in on this safe thing that has to do with education or should we lean more in on this public health issue that is clear. And by the way, I don't know if this is true, Dave, help me understand this. My hypothesis, you too, Barbara, help me understand this. My hypothesis is that a lot of Walmart customers are customers who probably share the view of kind of conservative. Um, you know, I, I don't know if that, for some reason, I feel like the Walmart customer is more likely to be kind of a conservative type of maybe Trumpian if I'm going too far Type of customer, maybe. And so this is tricky because I, I mean, I am just amazed, Dave, at how this this object has become this mask has become so politicized, and, politicized. and just huge. Right. So talk me through that. Talk me to that decision calculus. If you're Walmart at the C-suite and you've got all of these things that you can get involved in. Some of which have no controversy or maybe minimal controversy to Barbara's point. Others, which is like a can of worms, dynamite that you're playing around with here. How do you navigate that? I'm just curious as a hit or miss sort of, you know, uh, ideology that you're trying to run your company with. What are your thoughts today?
2: So, so first of all, let's let's go to that question of are most Americans or are most of the shoppers at Walmart on the conservative side? And that's my intuition as well. But the data say that 86% of Americans shopped at Walmart last year. So I was going to
1: say, Walmart is
2: ubiquitous.
1: 90% of of Americans live within 10 miles of a Walmart. So no matter where you are, you're close to Walmart. There's no question, though, that the Walmarts in the middle of the country, as opposed to the coast, may have different political views in particular. And... um, and, and uh, Walmart has faced a lot of this in the past, and I think this is why you have this feeling, America, is because a lot on the assault rifles and all of that other kind of stuff, when Dix took a stand, Walmart was careful about the stands they took because of the clientele that they were catering to, so I think that's part of
0: Interesting. Let's,
1: let's call it a little bit of the availability bias to Dave's point, you know, that it may not fit the data 100 percent, but mm-hmm. it is what the news reports on. <laughs> yes. It, is, it yes. is definitely the issues that Walmart's been in in the media about on uh, how they're reacting to those types of customers.
0: Let so me so just I draw think that- of
1: the discussion a little bit before you start, Dave, because as long as you're going to talk, you might as well talk more. Um Uh, think about also, I'm curious to know, not just with regard to Walmart, and not just with regard to the mask issue, although I hear what America's is saying, to be the leader on something that's become so politicized, might have ramifications, why is Walmart doing that? But I'm curious and genuinely curious in what you guys think about how this is going to affect consumer confidence and shopping behavior are people going to go back into their little caves and start shopping online or do you think because there is some protection from the ma- from the vaccine and if you mask that they will venture out more than they have in the past Dave you want to take all of that on your plate <laughs> uh,
2: yeah I'll, I'll, I'll take it all and add a little bit more if you let me here which which is I think that that people are going to become cautious. And I think to your your original question, I think what it's going to do is I'm still going to be shopping um, and, and I'm going to have to do it for that conservative set that Americans was talking about. I'm going to have to do it at other stores. And so it'll be interesting to see how uh, how Walmart loses some customers. But I think it's going to be a mix and, and, and it's going to be some uh, of both. I think it's going to force some people to say, I'd rather shop online than have to go and mask. And this also signals how dangerous it is. And, there, and therefore, uh, I've got to be, you know, I need to start shopping online again. So I think, I think it's going to be some of both of those. But I'm real curious about the analogy, and I'll, I'll be curious about your reaction to it, of, of when CBS said, we're not going to sell cigarettes anymore. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they sort of anticipated maybe there were going to be others that followed and it wasn't going to hurt them too much. Mm-hmm. That ended up hurting some of the sales for CBS. Mm-hmm. And they they stood tall and said, Well, we did it because we believe in it. But I think they also did it because they thought maybe other drugstore chains would do some mm-hmm. of the same. Mm-hmm. and They
1: didn't, as we know that Walgreens did not follow um, when CBS made that argument. CBS made that argument though, not only because it was the right thing, but also because it was signaling that they've changed their focus to become a health retailer and they were going to focus on that so along with that and they definitely lost money by doing that they not only lost cigarette sales but as we all know cigarettes drive traffic into the store and are the things you buy when you go and buy cigarettes so they lost quite a bit of, of money that analysis was quite significant, mm. but they changed their focus. Into selling other things, so now they 're prioritizing pharma and the medical piece and becoming health clinics, etc it was a different it was a different strategy, and they were willing to be consistent with their branding. I do not think anything that walmart 's doing here on on being responsible because of mass et cetera is a change in their strategy, particularly mm-hmm. uh, I think it 's just uh, trying to be a leader and I am concerned about the ramifications on the economy if consumers start hunkering down again. Uh, I don't think anyone's predicting it'll be as bad as it was back in March, 2020, but just how bad it will be. America's. what's your take on all of that?
0: My take is wear the damn mask. Get vaccinated. <laughs> come on. I mean, and you <laughs> come out and play, man. Just do whatever you want. I, you know, I, I am to the point where it's like, I mean, I, I feel like it, it's that I'm ready for my retail therapy. So, you know, I don't really care about what anybody else is doing. I'm vaccinated. Uh, and I wear the mask to protect other people and all of that stuff. I, I just don't see it as an issue, but it will be very interesting to see. It's kind of like one of those things where you just, rip, you know, it's kind of like ripping the bandaid off. It just it's, say, listen, this it, it's, it's, it's the, it's the rule. So if you want to come into the store, that's the rule. And as soon as you sort of like lay it, lay down the law, people hopefully will just adjust to it. Right. And so they'll able, they won't spend all this time thinking about it necessarily and like trying to turn it into this hotbed you know, kind of argument in their in their minds, they'll just sort of just it's kind of like anything. It's like, just get used to it. You know, and so and so maybe if you just sort of like in one fell swoop, just lay down the law. And Walmarts, like you said, Barbara, a very powerful retailer, right? the biggest retailer. So if if they're sort of laying down the normative expectation, I think I think it could actually lead to, hey, let's just let's just adjust. And if you have other issues for not wearing masks, whether they be political or religious or whatever, or not getting vaccinated because of all of these different issues, maybe you're scared of needles. Who knows? I mean, it just seems like the rest of the world is ready to move on and and there's an opportunity to actually lead from the front, as Dave is saying. So I'm saying that I kind of like this move. And I think being a retailer that Walmart has the kind of power to like really enforce it in a strong sort of way. It's gonna be pretty pretty interesting to watch.
1: Well, I hope you're right. I'm Barbara Kahn, along with my co-host, America's Reed, and this is Marking Natters. Today, we're joined by our colleague, Dave Riefstein, who's a marketing professor at the Wharton School, along with America's and me. And we're talking about the new announcements from the CDC about the dangers of Delta. But hopefully, as America's is suggesting, if we can all get vaccinated and wear our masks, we can go out and play, which I like that idea. I'm, I'm a big supporter of that as well. Dave, you found something else you thought was pretty interesting in the news today, and you brought along your own hit and miss. Want to tell us a little bit about that?
2: So I think one of the, the uh, things that's so current, in, in fact, I thought for sure you were going to be bringing this up, and I was disappointed you were going first, Barbara, because it just seemed to me that we had to talk about the Olympics. The Olympics are mm. going on. Interesting. And how how could we not be yeah. paying attention to some of the issues that that are going on with the Olympics right now? Fair, fair. You know, it, it, there was so much attention uh, to Simone and right. and and, yeah. and her her withdrawing and, and, and sympathy, and then a small fact a fraction of people saying, you know, suck it up, you know, need to be tough. <laughs> but but <laughs> I think you know one of the big and it's a marketing hit is for all the all the people on the team. That had to fill in for her and and Simone has got all these product endorsements, and she has just been raking all of that in and all the attention to her and now those others that are on the team that are that are rising to the top now and winning in their categories, I think those those become big winners. it wasn't a a move that they per se did, but but it is a windfall, and I think what we're going to see or some hits by some uh, some uh, <laughs> companies that are going to start endorsing some of these winners that stepped up at the last moment? What what do you think about that, America's?
0: I love that idea. Thanks for pointing <laughs> that out, uh, Dave. I, I, I love the idea. It's a huge question, and I think it's spot on because what I think is going to happen is that you know it, it, it's a it's a you know it's kind of a, a serendipitous but unfortunate moment for Simone to have to pull out or step step aside a bit. But it really is a big moment for all these other fantastic athletes to really come forth with their brands and to offer up a story and messaging around what they can offer to to potential uh, collaborators that they can work with. So from that perspective, I think it's huge. Uh, you know, I've been following the Olympics. and I don't know if you guys noticed this. I think I said this last time, Barbara, on the show, but all the signage says Tokyo 2020. No, no. Have you been noticing? No, <laughs> it's like, are like, listen. You said it
1: last week. <laughs> yeah, and I, and I was
0: like, okay, well, maybe that was like some, a minor thing, and okay, that, that, that happened at the cycling, because they don't care about the cycling or whatever, but, you know, the big stuff, the big stage, the gymnastics, the tennis, all this other stuff. No, it's actually like we're not going to change the size. It's like, <laughs> I, I I kind of love that yeah. you know
1: but I uh, think let's let's talk about Dave's point from another angle i agree it's a windfall for the for the names frankly i still don't remember all their names i still just remember simone's names but the people who are taking home other wet uh, medals but the other big issue that they're talking about is the emphasis on mental health Yeah, Uh, And the fact that she's taking it and standing right up to the critics and saying, your mind and your body have to be together. And I think that's an interesting thing for marketers also. It's Mm -hmm. along the lines, as we've been talking about brands being more responsible, being ethically minded, you know, sustainability issues, those kinds of things. What does it mean to be a good marketer today? And I think the idea of the importance of mental health as well as physical health, etc. I think you'll see a branding play off of that as well. Mm. What do you think about that, Americus, in terms of brand identity?
0: 100% correct. I think that's huge. What's really interesting to me, I want to get your take on this as well, Dave, Is, you know, I don't know why, Barbara, that that suddenly like the mental with the female athletes, it's like all of a sudden they're like putting it on the female athletes. Like, well, why are they bringing up all of these mental health issues? You know, just grind it out. Just, you know, focus. You know, Jordan had the flu and he played anyway. And blah, 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 blah. It's like. But when you look at it, Dave. It's actually there's an there's an entire litany, Barbara, of male athletes across sports who have publicly right. come out right. and, 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 and said, I, these are my challenges. I'm thinking of a couple of you know, professional athletes in the NBA who have you know, had to step aside and all of this stuff. But it, it's too bad that it's, it's turning into this like, well, the women athletes they have, somehow they, they can't quite handle this. That's a bunch of bullshit. I think that I think that I I
1: listen to those that media. So you're seeing a gender focus.
0: I'm I'm seeing a gender. But I think I want to get Dave's perspective on this. It's an opportunity, though. Right. To like you said, to brand around this wellness, the full 360 degree perspective of the of the of the human and everything that they bring to bear and not just focusing on the performance piece. So I think there's a massive and I think to get your point on this, Dave. I think that makes these athletes much more relatable because now it's saying like, guess what? I'm not happy all the time as well. And so if Simone Biles is at the top of her game, goes through challenges, I can see that, you know, as part of something that I can relate to now. And now I'm even more on board with affiliating myself with her and the brands that she chooses to collaborate with. What are your thoughts, Dave? Yeah, let me just yeah, ask I, I you t- one
1: thing. Before you talk, I just want to make sure that you agree with America's on this, because I definitely did not have this take, that it was gender-laden. So comment on that, and then comment on your... Do you also think that it's seen as a woman's issue, this mental health stuff, more than uh, a man's? Oh, I, I,
2: I absolutely think it's a gender issue. I, I know when Donovan McNabb in the Super Bowl is 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 driving down you know, in the fourth quarter, and suddenly he got yep. so nervous yep. he actually threw up on the field, and it Go was, ahead. and he was so criticized for it yep. a, 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 as a moment of weakness that was there. And I, I think there's this whole gender issue that's about it, but, but relevant to both of you guys because you spend so much of your time thinking about this. I'm really curious what this is going to do for Simone's brand. I, I, I looked it up. Uh, that she has 71 different advertising spots going into the Olympics. And wow. so I'm really curious. Uh, yeah, that's what a your, really
1: interesting question.
2: What your opinion is as, you know, okay, it makes her a, a, more of a human. And I totally agree with you, Americus. The question you asked me is, I think people are going to relate to her more. She becomes more human. But part of the reason she had, she is such a celebrity, she's up on a pedestal. Yeah. And and so I'm really curious on both of your takes. Well, one, to- one
1: of the her biggest uh, sponsorships, of course, is Athleta uh, when she moved from Nike to Athleta. And what she moved there for is inclusion and diversity and being a role model and a leader. So I got to figure at least with that endorsement, this won't hurt, especially if she goes on the beam, which she announced today that she's going to do and if she can medal there. That would help. But I don't know about the other endorsements. What do you think, America's? Is-
0: well, I think it's interesting in some sense, because here, let, let, let me put this thought exercise out there for both you, uh, Dave, and Barbara. And that is to say, if you are a fan of Simone Biles, then you're more of a fan. If you are not a fan of hers, then you've got a reason now to lean in on the fact that you're not a fan. So I don't see this with this mental health thing driving away her fandom at all. In fact, what I think it will do is it's going to bring in more of the people who could uh, aspire to Dave's point to that performance pedestal, which is, wow, that's awesome. I'll never be able to do the things she does from an athletic perspective, but she's a human being with human emotions and human challenges and crises, just like me. So I think I think she'll pull in some people that would otherwise maybe not be able to be attracted to such uh, a a performance standard that's so far out there, but gives now this a little humanistic color that says I can now come in and be a part of that. I think if you were I, I don't think there's such thing as a person who is on the fence, who's a fan of Simone. And then because of this says, well, I can't be a fan of hers because she can't suck it up
1: well, but <laughs> and, when, and
0: overcome uh, and overcome is, her mental is, health issues.
1: There is precedent for what brands do uh, when it comes to this. If you go back to tiger woods, uh, now that wasn't a mental health issue that was infidelity and, um, Drug overdose and all this other stuff. Whatever he was doing there. Well, it could have been.
0: It could have been a mental. I mean, that could have been been the sentence right?
1: Absolutely, you're absolutely right about that. In fact, I'm sure you're right about that. It wasn't the way it was written up, but you're right. It could have been written up way more charitably than it was.
0: Yeah. Which goes back
1: to your gender issue, by the way. Exactly. If you go back, if you go back to the brands that supported Tiger and the ones that dropped him nike stayed with him because regardless of what he was he was still a genius golfer but uh accenture and rolex and those the aspirational brands were the ones that dropped them so if there's history is anything maybe you'll see that with simone for sure she went to athleta for diversity and inclusion that is why she went there um so i don't see athleta dropping her but it could be some of these other ones in the same way there was you know but i don't think tiger was seen as quote unquote less of a human being that was what the media was rating it at he wasn't a role model anymore i don't know that simone is being treated that way i don't know yeah
0: that. interesting well i'll give you my prediction here and then jump in on this dave i predict simone biles would be the female equivalent of muhammad ali to the next generation in the next 10 15 wow, years that's awesome. wow that's that's, that's pretty amazing. amazing i
2: wonder if she's going to feel pressure to compete uh, three years from now, and, and by the way, I say three years from now, not four years from now, because I had that same reaction to Japan 2020. Uh-huh. I'm going through, I'm going through COVID and working at home, and and I I don't know what day it is, and, <laughs> and I'm sort of lost. All of a sudden, 2020. It was like, where'd that come from? Did, did I did I jump ahead a year in my own mind? But that yeah, that's funny. Yeah. Um, I think it's interesting that you bifurcated the audience and you said those that were in favor of her. And those that were opposed to her and those that were in favor are going to be even more in favor. I think some that were opposed had some jealousy towards her. And I think they're going to say, oh, she's a human. And I think some of those are not are not actually going to go in the opposite direction. I think I'm on board. Mm. And, And so I think. She's going to gain some popularity as a result. Very, very interesting. That's
1: another bold. We got two bold predictions here. I agree. I agree with Dave. Right, you are.
0: Yeah, I agree with Dave.
1: Yeah, that's a really interesting thing. So, lots happening this week. Well, with Walmart, CDC coming back for COVID, the Olympics. It's been great having you on the show, Dave, um, joining us to discuss all these issues. We hope you come back sometime. And where can listeners go to listen? to to find out more about what you're doing in your own research.
2: Measured Thoughts, ladies and germs. Wait for it. (laughs) Measuredthoughts.com. That's where it is. Yeah. All right. Well,
1: thanks a lot. We're going to take a short break. And when we come back, we're going to talk with the head of marketing for Apricombie & Fitch. Now, there's a brand that's really turned itself around. And I'm really curious to hear what she has to say about this. So come back. This is Marketing Matters Business Radio, Sirius XM 132.